This morning, we are so blessed to have our missionary from Panama, who we work with on every one of our trips, Ellie Soto and Tammy and their family. We are so glad that you can be with us today. Buenos dias. Good morning. We are the Soto family, and we are um, missionaries for the Nazarene Church. And my husband and I are the coordinators for Work and Witness Panama. I am Tammy, and I was born and raised here in Michigan at Adrian. And I lived there my whole life until I married my husband and moved out of the country to serve alongside him in missions. Um, my husband, Eliasel, was born and raised in Dominican Republic. And Eliani is 14, and she will start ninth grade in March. And she helps translate with the teams, and she's been doing that for about five years now, and she's a big help with that. And Esteban will turn seven on the 24th of this month, and he will start second grade in, uh, in March when Lonnie starts ninth grade. And his Spanish is better than mine. And he was born in Dominican Republic. Esther Rose, also known as Rosie, is our little three-nager. Um, she will be four next month. And because she was born in Panama and she is a Panamanian, Dominican, and American, we like to call her a pan, our Pan-American baby. So um, she's a blessing to us. And as a family, we would like to give a huge and heartfelt thank you to Flint Church, Central Church of the Nazarene. Um, we can't thank you enough for your support for our family ministry. It's been a huge blessing. And um, over the years and the many trips that you have taken to Panama, we have grown to know so many of you, and you have become like family to us. And we just love you, and we thank you for everything. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, I also want to ask Lani to please share a little testimony that she wants to share with you, or I'm making her share with you. Hello. Yeah. Um, so we all know that stepping out of our comfort zone is scary. Not knowing what other people may think, do, or say about you is scary. Not being sure of how things will end up for you is scary. But something I've learned is that it doesn't matter how hard or scary the situation may be. If you say yes to God, he'll always give you the right answer. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do, or where you come from. If you say yes to God, he'll make sure you shine in the middle of the darkness. Even by doing simple things as smiling or being kind, or even holding the door for someone, he'll make, he will take you in an adventure, and it will be the best adventure you ever go. And um, I have an example of my own. And I went, oops, sorry. I went to NYC and Nazarene Youth Conference in Phoenix, Arizona last year. And it was amazing, one of the best experiences of my life. Um, but at first, I really didn't want to go because, well, I was going alone, and I didn't really know anyone. Like, I knew people there, but I didn't know them. And I thought I was going to be the only Latina girl, which meant, you know, I thought people were going to laugh at me because of my accent or stuff. But I tried to put my fears aside, and I said, okay, God, I'll go, and I'll say yes. But you have to make sure I have fun, because if I don't have fun, I'll get mad, and you don't want to see me mad. So, like I said, I went, and one of the best things about our God is that 
He never lets you down, no matter how many people have let you down, are letting you down, and will let you down. He's the only one who will never disappoint you. And so, like I said, I went, and I had the best days of my life. And so, thank you. Thank you, Anne. You can take that, I think. Thank you. It is an honor and a privilege for me to be here, for my family to be here this morning. Uh, we have some slides, and uh, we want to present also as I speak. I'll be telling uh, Mr. Jordan to help me pass them on. But uh, this, is, uh, this is a wonderful day. It's, it's, uh, it's different being here. Uh, Panama has no ice. I thought ice was only going to be in the refrigerator or something like that. Uh, but uh, I, I think that I have an idea. You, you should all move to Panama when it's winter. Is that okay? Because uh, I really respect you, uh, the way you survive here, you know. <laughs> but uh, this is different. Panama is a beautiful country with beautiful people. And we have uh, been there for uh, four years, and we have learned the culture, the part of the culture, we have learned uh, part of the, the food, the traditions that they have in Panama. It's a beautiful place, but it's also full of needs. Uh, the Church of the Nazarene has, has been present in Panama for more than 50 years. Uh, and through struggles at, at times, through crisis at times, uh, through times of need, uh, the, the church has been pushing forward little by little. Every difficulty has been uh, moved on because the church has been uh, praying and working with whatever they have uh, at the moment. In the last five years, the church has received a, a wonderful and, in, and uh, blessed uh, help from you, from this church. And I want to talk about that a little bit. But you know why I think the Lord sent you to Panama? It's because the church has been there working on their own so many years that the Lord has said, this is the time for you to receive some help. And during this time of help and, and this time of, of work together, uh, there has been uh, five years uh, around of the time that we have been working together in Panama. And I want to mention a few things that have been uh, accomplished during that time. And I want to show you a couple pictures. I think that uh, maybe you can see uh, them in a, in a moment. But uh, the, the things that we are doing there uh, are things that uh, are supplying or providing the great... Uh, uh, for the great needs in Panama. You have sent uh, to Panama, you have sent 10 work teams uh, during these five years. Uh, and those teams have been working uh, with us. You have helped us with uh, 11 projects that we have started and finished uh, or helped with. You have sent more than $90,000 in project funds that we have received uh, in Panama during this, the time that uh, we have been uh, there. And uh, you have sent so many people that has, have helped. This is only the, the, the finances part, but the most important part is that you have been going with, with us. You have been coming to, to us. You have been uh, sharing your time and your, and your efforts. Uh, it's funny because uh, when I come here, I see you so nice and dressed up and looking nice. And, 
everything. When you go there, you're so sweaty and, and uh, you are just, uh, you don't look the same pretty much. But it's nice to see you here. But you have been working there so hard, so, so, so much. And that's the part of the work that the Lord, the Lord is doing through you in Panama. Ten work teams and so many projects that we have helped. We also have medical teams. And, and you can see some pictures of the work in, in Kabuya. And that's what, how the church looked like before. And then the, how it looked after you, you have helped. And also they worked in other projects like Potrero Grande that you just went last time. And uh, the work of the church and how it is today. How the Lord transform those little places and places that didn't have a kitchen, didn't have a classroom, didn't have a sanctuary into wonderful places that many people today can go and worship and be transformed by them. And that's what the Lord is doing through this church all this time. But also the medical teams. Uh, during this time also you have sent a medical teams. I want to mention before that that there is... Um, Part of the part of uh, the time, some little helps that we don't send uh, through uh, the whole uh, church, but also people of the in teams uh, personally give some funds for this or or funds for that or pro- providing a need for this or for that. There is uh, has been so many needs that have been supplied: wheelchairs to Pastora Ana, wheelchairs to other people. There is so many needs that we have been able to to provide through that, and we want to thank you also for that. Ten medical teams that we have uh, been able to receive during this time, and we have been in more than 40 different churches, communities, uh, places of need, and through that time, we have been able to touch and serve and give health care to more than uh, 7,000 people uh, in the country of Panama that we, you know, we count. There is so many others that probably receive help from the people that came or some medicine that they get from there or some care that they provided, you provided to them that we don't even, cannot even uh, register. But during that time, we also received the 20,000 dollars that were sent for the preparation and the work on the medical clinics. That's all the, the things that we can actually measure. But, you know, when you touch somebody's life, you don't know how many more lives are going to be touched uh, through that person. When you serve in the community, you don't know how many eyes are looking at you in that community that are touched by the work you're doing. The medical teams, the work teams, uh, these are great, great numbers. Uh, but I would be a fool if I only talk about numbers here this morning. Uh, Numbers are important, but it's not the main reason we're here. You know, it's all about God. He has done everything. And He has been able to help us be a part of that. The Bible says that after we do all these things, we are considered unworthy servants. Because we only did what we were supposed to do. We have done what we are supposed to do. And uh, the Lord continues to to teach us and to help us. It's all about transforming lives. It's all about being uh, the light of the world. The salt. Uh, It's about transforming lives. This gentleman, Franklin, was a part of the community of El Progreso, uh, where we have the, our last project. 
And he was the, the left of the community. He was uh, the drunk. He, had, he lost his family because he never could uh, have a job. He uh, was given like one dollar maybe or two uh, at the store sometimes when people looked at him because he wanted to buy some bread to eat. He was no one uh, that anybody wanted to be like. He was uh, in the community of, of El Progreso next to the church. The church guys, uh, we have worked there, construction work, and they said, uh, uh, Edgar said, let's hire him. I know it sounds crazy, but let's hire him to help us. And this is a year and a half after that, and he has been more than eight months without touching alcohol because of the work of the church there that you don't know this, but you have provided to those people. And he's transformed, not because of the money, not because of the work, but because of Christ Jesus in his heart. These are things that encourage me to continue. It's hard at times, but it encourages me to be part of that. You know, there is uh, a time... (laughs) You know, I'm very, um, I am imperfect. I make mistakes. And if you ask my wife, she will say, I am very imperfect. <laughs> and my, some of my, my kids will say that sometimes. But, you know, this is uh, where I remember uh, something that happened to me with Esteban. Esteban graduated uh, from uh, kindergarten uh, a year ago. And he was uh, coming down the aisle and and, uh, you know, walking and, and smiling, and they put him up in a little bench up here, like you can see in the picture, and he uh, stood up with his little diploma there and was looking, like, so proud and, and looking at me, says, I did it, I did it, papi, I did it. And, uh, and I said, well done, Esteban, I was so proud of him. Uh, you know, he also makes mistakes and makes me mad sometimes, but, you know, he is my son. I am his son, his son. You are his sons and daughters. We make mistakes, but he's always there faithful. He has been always there faithful to me. I grew up in a community of Los Arcarizos, Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, full of drugs. And what good could come out of that community? Well, the Lord took me from there and brought me here through this passage of life. And in a couple of weeks, we are invited to go to Korea to be commissioners, global missionaries. And I look back to my life and I say, why and how did I get here? Well, I remember I was asked in 1998, do you want to be a missionary? And I said, I don't think so. (laughs) I'm not good enough. I don't, uh, don't want to be probably a missionary. Well, God transformed me, and that was, that's what I am doing today because of his love and mercy in my life. I want to be like Esteban did. Someday, walk down the aisle, and someday, hold my little diploma in the little bench and hear my Heavenly Father say, Well done, my faithful servant. Well done, you did it. I encourage you, each and every one of you, 
It's not about uh, material things. Or, uh, they are important to go, but it's about your hearts. It's about what God wants to do in your life. You start here, and from here, you go out. Many years, I, I, I started outside, in the outside. I served, but I was not clean in my inside. I had desires. I had sin in my life. But since I surrendered it all to God, then He transformed me to be in missions and to be part of His church and to be part of His work. So I urge you this morning, take time to sanctify your life, to go and give it all to God and leave the results to Him. He will do any and everything He wants after you are surrendered to Him. He will take you to Panama or He will take you to Flint. He will take you overseas or He will take you right in your home to testify about His love and mercy and His grace in His life. You know, I am a living testimony of the mission of the church and many years ago they Many missionaries came to the Dominican Republic and preached the gospel. My father and my mother became, mission, became part of the Nazarene Church. And I am here today being a missionary with my family and because of the work of the church and how you support and how the, the, the World Evangelism Fund fund more than 700 missionaries in more than 160 world areas. You are a part of a big, big, big plan of God. Panama is a little part of it. And we are so thankful that next, this year in November, we are planning to come to Flint. Be ready, get ready. We are planning to come to Flint to serve. Maybe we will be frozen, but we will come. <laughs> but we are coming to Flint to serve because of all the work. And in a few weeks, the central district of Panama, through this work, you know, the work that you have done, in these five years, it's compared to the work in the previous 40 years in the church in Panama. Uh, they, they, in, you, in a few weeks, they'll be declared officially a regular district or a five, phase three district. That means that they're now standing on their own for the Nazarene church. And that's a praise to God because of the work that God is doing. I am here to testify of his great mercy. And lastly, we have two more pictures to show you. When you come to Panama, you get to see this beautiful smile of our baby Esther. You know, she's always, if you take, she never, she never really smiles, but when you say, we're going to take a picture, then she smiles like that, right? But if you don't come to Panama, there is another picture, another face that she'll put right there. <laughs> so be careful. You have to help and uh, you have to pray. And if you have time, come to our tables and get some souvenirs from Panama. May God bless you, and may I just pray for you this morning. Lord, thank you for this opportunity, this help, and this beautiful day, these beautiful people, this beautiful church. You are our God, and everything is in your hands. Just help us to surrender so that we continue to see great, great miracles and great things in your, in your uh, hands and in your love. Amen. Well, thank you, Ellie, and thank you.
Tammy for coming and joining us today. Uh, they're a long way from Panama in more ways than one today, and they braved the elements and drove over an hour to get here this morning, um, and we we're so grateful for them. And like Ellie said, we've got two trips planned for this year. If you would like to go to Panama, if you'd like to, to experience what our partnership with them is all, really all about, uh, we are going in June uh, for a work trip and in August again for a medical trip. And just come and talk to me. Even if you don't want to go, I like to talk about it. So I'll, uh, come talk to me about it. Um, before we close today, I think it would be fitting. Um, and I, I don't know. I think it would be fitting, though. I think, Ellie, if you want to come, I know, I know Lonnie's in the back, but if you want to come up with your family, and I'd like to pray with you uh, this morning. And anyone that has, has been to Panama, has been a part of our trips, that, that you have a relationship with the Sotos, if you want to come up and, and gather around them and anybody else, I just, I just think it would be great for us to gather around them and pray for them this morning. So if you want to come and do that, I encourage you to do that right now. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for our... Um, for our partnership with Panama. God, we, uh, we, we don't go to Panama because they need us and because we have something to offer that they don't have. Uh, we go to Panama because we need them, because we have something that we need to learn, that we have things in our lives that we need to experience your mission in a new and different way. And God, we have learned so much from our Panamanian brothers and sisters. God, we, we are separated so often in our faith. We are in, in, in this world, we are separated by continents and by languages and by tones of, of our skin, Lord. But you have called us to be united as a family, united by your mission, united by our faith, united by our relationship with you. And God, we are so grateful for that, a microcosm of that in our relationship with Panama. We are a better church because of them. We are better believers. We are, we are more faithful. We are, we are better Christians because of our partnership with Panama. And God, we pray that you would bless them. That right now, as they, as they are gathered today, we ask that you would bless them, that you would be with them, that you would, that you would renew the strength of the Sotos today, Lord, as they, as they are in this time of, of rest, as they are preparing to go back to Panama to go and to serve your, in your mission in Panama. God, we pray that you would strengthen them, that you would give them a double portion of your spirit, that you would set them on fire for your work and your plan for them, Lord, and that the, that the Panamanian church would continue to be models of faithfulness, of spirit-filled leadership and growth, Lord. We ask that you would bless them where they are today and bless the Sotos in particular this morning, Lord. Help us to be a support to them and a help to them. In Jesus' name, amen.